Welcome back to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She's the host of the program, and this is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate, and it does it with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, if someone is thinking of buying a house right now, what is it that would make buyers wait to buy or choose to buy now? Well, Richard, right now, there is not a good sentiment out there overall um, about whether or not it's a good time to buy a home. And I, I totally get that. The prices are high. The interest rates are higher than they have been for at least 10 years. And uh, 85% of Americans think it's a bad time to buy a house. But, um, you know, and pretty much the number one reason is, is just simply affordability. If they're going to get a loan, um, and the prices haven't come down yet, the rates have gone up, their payment is a lot higher and it's just not affordable. But we um, partner with our son to buy a home out here in California. I'm out visiting right now. And I was, you know, at the time the market seemed kind of soft. I remember when I went out shopping with the agent, I was asking her, hey, what's the market like around here? And she goes, oh, you know, pretty much most of these homes are overpriced by about 15000 And there's some negotiating room. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we ended up negotiating. We got a good deal on this price, uh, on this house. And um, I talked to her probably a week or so after closing. I said, how's the market now? She goes, oh, my God. As soon as you got your contract on the house, there was bidding wars on everything. So the market's could change on a dime. And typically part of it is seasonal in different parts of the country. Like Arizona is on fire in the winter time because the weather's so beautiful there in the winter. But places like um, Colorado are red hot in the spring and summer, okay? But you have more competition. So are prices gonna come down? That's not what we saw last year. Right after the Fed raised the rates, up to seven and a half percent, it kind of waggled and just sort of stayed the same. And all of a sudden from February through June, every single month, the prices went up. And then we're seeing kind of the same trend again this year. The rates went all the way up over 8% back in October. And it definitely created demand destruction on buyers. There were still sales going on, but not as much. Um, but now that the rates have kind of ticked back down into the kind of upper sixes at this point, uh, we're seeing prices trending back up again right after the holidays. So what we are going to see, I think, from February through June, again, is the prices going up. So do not wait if you're ready and you find a good home. That's my recommendation. You can always refinance when the rates drop. But this is the reason. Um, the reason prices haven't come down and the reason why there's low availability of homes right now is what I call the golden handcuffs. If more than half the home sellers are boomers, even if they did have a loan, didn't have a loan, and they got refinancing on their home, they probably got really, really low interest rates, two and a half, maybe 3%. And if they're moving now and they have to get a loan, they're going to be paying uh, two and a half times higher on interest rate, which means their payment's going to be higher. So there are some people thinking twice about selling if they don't have enough equity to pay cash for their next home. So what are the cons or disadvantages of buying a house? Right now, number one is 
the fact that rates are higher and it affects the affordability for house payments. Um, another thing that I found in my research is there's with some people, there's kind of uncertainty in job or income. And I will tell you the people that have the hardest time getting loans are people that are self-employed like me or part-time workers. Sometimes the lenders won't count if one of your family members is working part-time unless they've been there for a long period of time. The other issue is the lack of funds or lack of cash or the depletion of their cash reserves. There are some people that save money pretty well, but they don't want to you know, drain their, their, their savings for that. Um, and then another disadvantage really is the responsibility of caring for a home. Um, the, the one benefit of being a renter is you don't have to fix anything, right? Um, generally, if something breaks, you call your landlord and, and for the most part, they're going to take care of it. But when you own a home, if things break, you have to fix it. Like we just replaced our microwave for the fourth time. <laughs> so, and it was kind of cool. We finally got a good salesman at the appliance store and he goes, eh, yeah, well, you had the kind of microwave that was designed to be countertop and that's supposed to be not a different kind of, and that's probably why it failed. And I'm surprised it lasted that long. So it was good to find somebody that knew, knew his product. Um, so a lot of buyers will do what's called a rent versus buy analysis. Now, what is that? It means if I'm going to go out and rent a home right now, what does that cost me? And if I'm going to buy a home, what does that cost me? Right. And how much do I need to save to buy a home? Um, when the rates were down at 3% or less, it was actually cheaper to buy a home than it was to rent, but it was harder to get into a home because there was so much competition for homes at the time. Um, but that's changed now. In fact, I remember back then I, I helped one young lady sell her home and she only had it for, it was less than two years. Um, and she sold it and put 95,000 in her pocket. So she was pretty thrilled, but I, those times, you know, hitting the market just right like that is kind of few and far between. Um, so, you know, the question is, will we see 3% rates again back, you know, what we saw a year and a half ago? N not likely. I'd be surprised. I think that was an artificial effort and correct me if you, if I'm wrong, Richard, but wasn't the fed buying bonds to buy down the interest rate to make homes more affordable for a number of years. So we were basically paying that with our tax dollars. Is that correct? That's my understanding. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen anymore. There's no uh, requirement for what they called quantitative easing of interest rates. Um, and so back when I first started in the real estate business back in the 90s, when I first bought, bought my home, when I first moved in Colorado Springs, I think the rates were, I don't know, maybe nine-ish, something like that. And then very quickly, they dropped down to seven. I remember watching my broker doing the happy dance going, oh, my God, the rates are at seven. This is the lowest since the 50s. So uh, these are good rates. If, if it's unaffordable, I would recommend that you kind of, uh, you know, save some money for a while and, and just plan on it, because I, I doubt that they're ever going to get back to three percent. The other thing that some buyers worry about and that could be a disadvantage is the uncertainty of whether or not their home is going to go up in value. And overall, over the long term, they will. If you're thinking of 
turning over a home in two years and making a profit, it's, it's kind of doubtful because there are selling expenses involved. So you have to consider when you buy how long you're going to hold on to a home. Um, and basically, in most cases, though, having a mortgage will allow your monthly payment to be fixed versus if you were renting every month or I'm sorry, every year, typically your rental rate will likely go up. And that's not the case for mortgages with tiny exceptions like the small adjustments to property taxes or homeowners insurance. But other than that, your payment should be relatively the same. So you have to factor in how long you're gonna keep the house. Um, and then I just wanna do a quick little piece on if you did buy a home and you run into trouble and you can't make payments, what should you do? I know there's probably not too many of our listeners out there that are in that situation, but if you know somebody uh, have them call me, ask for help. I mean, I helped well over a hundred people back during the meltdown, avoid foreclosure. I can help them now. I'm helping somebody right now. There are a lot of people that overpaid for a home just a few years ago, back in 2021. And if they get in trouble, maybe they got qualified on two, uh, two incomes in the family. If one person loses income, now they're in trouble, right? And they have trouble making their payments. So what I know what happened to one of my customers is that exact thing happened. One person lost their job. The other one was working. They tried to work out something with the lender. And then when they came back and said, okay, we're all fixed. Now you're going to have to make a payment that's one and a half times what you were making to catch up. They still couldn't afford it. And they're facing foreclosure. So having a foreclosure is bad. And walking away is bad. It's not the end of the world, but it's not the best thing that could happen. So um, if you can somehow sell it, I would try to sell it. Uh, there are investors out there that will sell their souls to get a deal on a house, especially if you are carrying a low, in low interest rate. Uh, some loans aren't good for assuming, like a VA loan is a little bit tough to do. Um, but here's the, here's the penalty if you let the house go to foreclosure. If your house forecloses, according to a lender I just spoke to, you as the person cannot go and buy another house for 10 years. That's a long time. But if you miss a house payment and then you ultimately sell the home or get caught up, either way, it just means you can't buy another house for two years. Two years isn't so bad. Did you know that, Richard? I had no idea. That's why this program is so good. No idea at all. Yeah. So um, in maintaining good credit, it's really important for a lot of aspects in your life. Ability to buy a house, ability to rent a car, buy a car, get the best insurance rates, rent a home even, uh, even getting bank accounts. So it's good to keep your credit. If it gets dinged up, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Typically, you can solve the problem over time. My name is Barb Schlinker. I'm the host of this show, Your Real Estate Voice, and the broker owner of uh, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And we're talking about the pros and cons of buying a house. And when we come back, we'll talk about a few benefits of buying a house. Richard? You're listening to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. You can always reach her at 719-301-3900. And if you're in your car and you cannot listen to the entire show, you can catch Barb on her YouTube channel, Barb Has the Buyers. Uh, Barb, we're discussing the pros and cons of buying a home and why a credit rating is so important. What are the benefits of buying a house? 
Well, number one, your your monthly payment is going to remain stable. It, it will not likely go up very much at all, whereas rent does go up. Um, and then over time, you're actually paying down that mortgage. So you're building uh, equity or value to that asset. Um, plus, you can customize it to your own taste. Uh, you don't have to worry about making your landlord's payments. Uh, nobody has any control over what your house looks like unless they're an HOA and then they have control over the outside. Um, and, you know, it, there's, there's definitely a way where you can actually build equity and uh, with just making your monthly payments, you're going to make monthly payments anyway, if you're renting, why not have it be an investment of which that you can own and over time, you could pay it off. And, and for some people, it's their only investment that they have over time when it's time to retire. Plus, there are some tax advantages to owning a home depending on your income. Uh, so there's a lot of benefits of owning a home. And if you have a high rate right now, you can refinance. Some people refinance their home and take equity out of their home to do certain projects. And of course, there's always an emotional aspect of owning a home. Uh, there's the pride of ownership. You have the sense of community. You have the ability to make it yours. And you have the stability of being in the community as a homeowner, uh, as an investor in the community. And I, I think it's overall, it's a great thing that they've done in this country. It's not the same in other countries. You know, places like Europe, there, there is not a lot of home ownership going on. Is that correct, Richard? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's quite the opposite. Yeah. So, um, and a lot of people think that they cannot buy a house. So, and they don't know that you can actually reach out to a mortgage broker and um, find out if you qualify. If they say no, no harm, no foul, you, know, you wait some time period and get things sorted out until it is time to do it. But at the end of the day, it, a lot of people think it hurts their credit to apply for a mortgage. And actually just the opposite is true. Uh, we actually have a mortgage broker in our office now. We're kind of becoming a one-stop shop and you can actually ask for a free pre-approval. Um, and so they don't charge anything for that and they can run your credit and see how you're doing, give you tips on how to get ready to buy a house. And there are programs here in this area right now where you could buy a home with as little as $1,000 out of pocket. So I wouldn't hesitate if you think it's something that's on your radar to buy a home because it is a good investment over time. And we actually have uh, agents on my team that will go help you find that home. They won't just rely on what's on Zillow. They'll actually go out there and market to get you a home. So give us a call at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb's the host of the program. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900, or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing what to fix and what not to fix when you're getting your home ready for sale. <laughs> 